This Monday, September 18th, MLB Picks betting show of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Roster brought to you by GameTime. Snack the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGP and on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app and use promo code CFBX. Roster brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog pick them in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, game lines. Download Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Sunday, September the 17th, currently 635 on the East Coast in the midst of afternoon NFL week two. But hey, we're here to grind out the MLB season. Two weeks officially left for the MLB season. It's still a lot to be determined here. Uh, A lot of races are tightening up. But joining me here to help me break it all down, you guys know him as a voice of the NBA Gambling Podcast, the NFL Gambling Podcast. And of course, you're on the MLB Gambling Podcast. It's Lante Smith. Lante, how's it going, my man? Not bad, man. Sweating out some bits, so it's always a fun time. But uh, yeah, looking forward to getting through. Um, definitely going to be a, a rough two weeks. I mean, you see, kind of can see it with some of these teams. You know, the Braves are reeling a little bit. Um, they got smacked around today. And I think they lost, what, three three in a row? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, but, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to the season kind of coming to a close and going into some playoff baseball. Yeah, man. I mean, look, uh, two weeks left here in the regular season, like I mentioned about, uh, 11, 12 games left for maybe each team here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but like I mentioned, man, some of these uh, races are still up for grabs. Uh, you know, we had a huge series between the, um, the Orioles and the Rays this weekend. I think both of those teams punched their ticket to the postseason, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but the Orioles did. I believe they won the series, if I'm not mistaken, and they currently have a two-game yeah, lead. Yeah, so they have a two-game lead now uh, with about uh, about 13 games left for them. So again, they can still the Rays. I'm, uh, I should say they can they they can still catch the Orioles for that division. Um, and the Astros uh, have a one-and-a-half game lead over the Rangers and a uh, two-game lead over the Seattle Mariners. So a lot to be determined there. And the National League divisions are pretty much decided. But again, like I mentioned, wild card is still up for grabs uh, for both the American League and the National League. Um, you know, I mentioned this last week when we were doing the pod, Lante. You know, I think for the final two weeks of the regular season, we're probably just going to cover some of the main matchups um, that we are go- that we see um, that have, I guess, um, teams that are still battling for, like I mentioned, division or wild cards to kind of trim it down. But again, if you are joining us in the YouTube chat and there's this particular game you want us to cover, we'll be more than happy to do that. So we'll probably cover the top eight, top ten uh, games daily going forward, forward, at least for the rest of the regular season. Uh Lonzo, let's just dive right into it, my man. We do actually get a day baseball game tomorrow yeah, uh, yeah. on the schedule. Uh, it's going to be 
a battle between two AL Central teams. It's going to be the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, they are in Kansas City uh, to take on the Royals. I am currently seeing that um, Cal Quantrill is going to get the start here for the Kansas City. Sorry, for the Cleveland Guardians. And Brady Singer is going to get the start for the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Guardians are a uh, road favorite here. Minus 118, minus 102 on the money line for the Kansas City Royals. Total is set at nine. Run line minus one and a half, plus one thirty-six for the Guardians, and plus one and a half, minus one sixty-two for the Kansas City Royals. Uh, what are you thinking about this game here, Lante? Yeah, I'm going to go over. Um, I think it, it's hard to trust either pitcher. I think both of them are pretty much erratic. Both offenses have been playing essentially pretty well. Um, Kansas City played really well against against your Astros. I know they cost us both some money uh, in that yeah. series. Uh, Cleveland, they've scored four-plus runs in three of their last five. Kansas City scored four-plus in their last four. This is not including today. kind of did these notes without uh, without today's results. Um, double digits for Kansas City in two of those four games. <laughs> so I think they're rolling, man. Um, at home, they're usually an over-team to 40-31, and 31 to the over at home. I, I don't see anything – changing here with offenses, uh, especially with Quantrill. I mean, his home road splits are pretty staggering. So I think the Kansas City offense can have um, some success here. I probably would lean to Kansas City um, just because, you know, just a, it's, it's going to be a wide, like a wide um, range of outcomes here. And I think Kansas City's offense is probably a little bit better than, than Cleveland's is um, while they're at home. So I'll go over here, um, lean to Kansas City. Yeah, um I know Brady Singer hasn't had the greatest of last five starts mm-hmm. uh, for the Kansas City Royals. Um, kind of going through the numbers here. Last five starts, 0-3 with a 7.82 ERA. He's allowed 22 earned runs and 25 and one-thirds innings pitch in that span. Um, and his last two starts, I mean, three out of his last four starts, he's allowed at least six earned runs uh, to the opposition. Um, and coincidentally, the funny part is that they were all to the Chicago teams, the Cubs, and right. then the, uh, the White Sox in back-to-back starts there. But... Um, you know, I, I agree with you. I, I can't trust either one of these pitchers here. Cal Quantrill, um, over the last three games, one and two with a 4.91 ERA, hasn't been very good on the road either. Two and two with a 4.93 ERA. He's bet he's put together three good straight starts or three solid quality starts, I should say. Uh, where he's only allowed three earned runs and about 18 innings pitch over his last three games, where so the Guardians have won to have his last three starts. Yep. Um, but I think this might be an, a game where I, I agree with you that we probably just end up seeing runs in this game because, again, Royals, uh, they have some good young talent uh, in that lineup. Uh, the guys that can hit the baseball, I know Guardians um, – the problem with them has always been their offense, but I think there's an opportunity, at least in the afternoon game, where we might see some runs here over nine. I'll lean with the Guardians. I don't really love that, uh, but I'll, I agree with you on the overplay uh, in this game of over nine. Um, next game on the schedule we wanted to cover was going to be the Twins and the Reds, uh, but I currently do not see a pitcher listed for the Reds, uh, so we'll just kind of skip over that game, and then we'll go to a 640 Eastern start. Uh, between the uh, New York Mets and the uh, Miami Marlins in this game. I'm currently seeing, let's see here. Uh, let me get back to my odd screen here. Um, Jose Buto is going to get the start here for the New York Mets, and Edward Cabrera is going to get the start here for the Miami Marlins. Marlins are a minus 162 home favorite here, plus 136 on the money line for the New York Mets. Total set at eight and a half with Juice towards the under at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half plus 130 for the Marlins and plus one and a half minus 155 for the New York Meds here. Uh, Lante, what do you think about this game, man? 
Yeah, I actually handicapped the wrong pitchers in this game. I had Garrett and uh, Luchisi, I think. Uh, so yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I definitely handicapped the wrong pitchers. But either way, I think um, I'm going to lean to Miami. Uh, I like the over in the game. Also, the Mets offense has stalled in the last two games, but they've scored seven plus in the previous three. Uh, Pete Alonso is hitting the cover off the ball as he has been all year. Um, the Miami bats were they, they are hot versus Atlanta. Uh, Twenty runs in the last two games. I think they put up double digits today, if I'm not mistaken. So that's three back-to-back to back games where the offense has been on, you know, a tear. And I think both of those, um, I think both of the, oh, all three of those games are indicative of what we can expect here pretty much as a shootout. Um, now the Mets do struggle on the road and uh, Miami is 42 and 32 at home. So that's something to look at. If I'm leaning to Miami, that's one of the reasons as to why. Um, but again, uh, like I said, I handicapped the wrong pitchers. I would favor. I, I don't really, I don't really have a a big edge in um, going with Miami pitching wise, which is why I'm going to lean to the over. Well, why I like the over and lean to just Miami on the side. Yeah, Edward Cabrera. I'll say this: he's been um, he's been solid at home for the Marlins. He's six and zero with a two point six one ERA, um, and he hasn't been going a lot of innings. The last two games, he's actually been coming out of the bullpen. Uh, for the Miami Marlins, he did make three starts uh, prior to those two games um, coming out of the bullpen, but he hasn't been too bad. Now, the issue with Edward Cabrera is the walks. Yep. He's allowed 19 walks in just 18 and two-thirds innings pitch over his last five appearances and starts uh, for the Marlins. So, again, if you're going to walk this uh, Mets team, if they're able to stay patient at the plate, you know, they do have some power bats in that lineup where they can, you know, uh, you know, score some runs that way. So, I think that for this team, um, I think that um, for the Mets, like you mentioned, they've been hitting the cover off the ball, and in particular guys like Pete Alonso. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to a Mets team total over in this game. Um, Jose Buto has been, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't been too bad over his last five starts or last three starts, one and two with a 3.86 ERA. Uh, he hasn't allowed more than three earned runs in any of his last five appearances. And he's made back-to-back starts, 11 and one-thirds innings, pitched three earned runs allowed, 13 strikeouts in that span as well. So um, I like what I've seen from Buto. So, um, yeah, I think we do see runs in this game. I, I don't know if I can trust either pitcher in this game. So. Uh, I will go with uh, the um, uh, over with you in this game as well. Uh, before we get over to the next game here, Lante, let me tell everyone about DraftKings. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in uh, on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet five just $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Talk, talking about football, more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with promo code SGP. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 uh, instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And we're also brought to you by GameTime. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't have to be stressful. GameTime is fast, and they have an easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're going to have. Their app is so easy to use, man. They have great flash deals, like I mentioned, last-minute tickets, tickets up to the day of the event. They're easy to find, and, and it's just two taps of the button, and you're set to go. 
The great part about their app also is that you get an image of your seat uh, right there on your uh, mobile device before you purchase a uh, before you purchase the ticket, so you know exactly what you expect. Once you do, do get to the venue, um, get exclusive flash deals, like I mentioned, on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, and theater, much more. And also the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. Get this. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how uh, confident they are in their uh, prices. So download the game time app, create an account, and use promo code uh, CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX. BX for $20 off. Download Game Time app, last minute tickets, lowest price is our guaranteed. All right, Lante, let's get over to the next game on the schedule we wanted to touch on here. That is going to be, let's go over to an NL East battle, the Philadelphia Phillies and the Atlanta Braves. They're going to battle out in Hotlanta, 720 Eastern start. I'm seeing Zach Wheeler is going to be on the mound for the Philadelphia Phillies. And Kyle Wright is on the mound here for the Atlanta Braves. Looking at the lines for this game, the Braves are a minus 125 home favorite here, plus 105 on the money line for the Philadelphia Phillies. Total is set at nine with juice towards the over at minus 120. Run line minus one and a half, plus 154. And plus one and a half, uh, minus 185 for the Philadelphia Phillies. Zach Wheeler, his last start was in fact against this um Braves team where he did get hit hard uh, by this Braves lineup um, in that game. He went five innings, allowed seven hits, three earned runs. Uh, three of those seven hits were home runs uh, that the Braves hit off of Zach Wheeler. That game ended in a 7-6 final in favor of the Braves. Um, Kyle Wright hasn't been very good since he has returned for this uh, Braves pitching rotation. On the season, 0-2 with a 7.48 ERA. He, over his last five uh, starts, he's 0-2 with a 6.5 ERA. Um then again, this was his last start he came back in, which was against the Phillies as well. Three innings, he allowed six earned runs to the Philadelphia Phillies again. So um, I've been watching this, or actually I haven't been watching. I've been keeping an eye, at least I should say, on the score uh, in these Braves and Marlins games. The Marlins have absolutely just been teeing off on the pitching of the Atlanta Braves. And it just feels like, again, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, Lante, is that I feel like the Braves are just ready to get to the finish line, right? I think they they've pretty much clinched uh, the best record in the National League. They've they're, they've clinched the division. I think the only feat for them to really accomplish is probably getting to 100 wins, and they're they're more than likely going to do that for sure. Uh, but in this series against the Marlins, where they did get swept, they allowed nine earned runs. So nine runs, the Marlins scored 11 and 16. So. I think we've been talking about overs in the first two games we talked about. I think this would be another game where I do like the over. Um, I think the Phillies team total over might be in play here. I think that's more my more my favorite play here. I think Kyle Wright probably is going to uh, throw some more batting practice out there to the Philadelphia Phillies. So Phillies team total over for me. And again, with the Braves offense, I can uh, talk you off a full game over as well here, Lante. My bad, man. Daniel Jones just scored a touchdown. So. Wait, oh, there we go. Wait, did it did it get did it get turned back? Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah, I like uh, I like the the over here. Um, I do like Philadelphia simply because of what you just put in. I mean, what you just said. I think the the Braves are pretty much just in you know like cruise control. I don't think they're looking. To, their pitchers probably not even looking to throw their best stuff. Um, they're clearly the best team in the in in the MLB. Um, 
they got do they have they have home field locked up i'm pretty sure right they, they have to yeah i mean i mean if we kind of take a look at the standings here quickly i mean i, I don't think anybody's gonna catch them yeah i don't think so. i mean the next closest team maybe the dodgers but the dodgers have 90 wins and the and the, and the braves have 96 wins Man, so the, the dodgers with that pitching the dodgers with that pitching rotation they they're not they're not catching nobody but yeah uh yeah so i think that wheeler bounces back here you mentioned this um him getting hit hard um in, in his last start i think he'll settle down i think wheeler's actually been a little bit better on the road as of late um than at home so I, like i said it's just more it's just more of a fade i know it's, it's crazy to say just more of a fade of atlanta i think they're just more in a cruise control uh ready to get to the to the postseason where everything matters um probably not going to get their best effort uh so i think the phillies they're in uh must win mode in all these games to keep that uh, to keep that playoff spot locked in, or are they? They're not locked into their position, right? They still can be moved. I think they're what two and a half games up. Yeah, they still have a three and a half game lead uh, over the Cubs. Uh, oh, sorry, the uh, the the two teams that yeah. are battling for the third place, which is the Marlins and the Diamondbacks. And you throw in the Reds out there right. in there as well because they're only half a game back. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I think they're going to come to play. Um, I, I like the Phillies here. I like Willard to bounce back. Um, and I like the over. Love the over in, in this game, especially with those um, numbers that you rattled off with uh, how Miami hit them. And I think we can all agree that uh, Philadelphia's offense is a little bit more potent than uh, Miami's. Yeah, I'm sure if, if I see another four and a half on the Phillies team total, I'll definitely be all over that uh, in this game against the uh, Braves. Uh, our next game on the board here. Let's go over to a 7:45 Eastern start. Milwaukee Brewers. They are in St. Louis to take on the Cardinals. I'm seeing Freddie Peralta is going to get the start here for the Brewers, and Adam Wainwright is on the mound here for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Brewers are a minus 162 home, sorry, road favorite here, plus 136 on the money line for the St. Louis Cardinals. Total set at eight and a half. With juice towards the over at minus one eighteen run line minus one and a half minus one oh two for the Brewers and plus one and a half minus one eighteen for the St. Louis uh, Cardinals here. Um, Dante, I know you and I both talked about fading Adam Wainwright and yep. uh, I think it was Drew Rom against the uh, Baltimore Orioles, but he went out there and turned the clock around uh, and looked like a, a caliber player, Cy Young, I should say, caliber pitcher again. As I say that, the Giants score a touchdown, um, but. Um, what are you thinking about this game? Do we think Adam Amright comes back down to earth? Nah, man, got to keep fading him. I know he he did look good um, against Baltimore, but to put it in perspective, he gave up a lot of contact. I think eight hits, if I'm not mistaken. Baltimore couldn't um, they couldn't convert. I think they left several runners. Um, they were like one of twelve. Yeah, like, I think it was one of eleven to be exact. Yeah, I think yeah. it was one of eleven. Yeah, because I think we all were. What's I think we all were on him, uh, yeah. fading him. We're on Baltimore team total. I think they only mustered up what three Two. runs. Two runs in that game. Yeah, the Cardinals so, won like they, yeah they won five to two in that game. Yeah, so um he he did pitch he pitched okay, but I think it was more I think it had more to do with Baltimore um not being able to convert with runners in scoring positions. And I, again, man, I'm high on this Milwaukee team. I think they're playing really well down the stretch. Peralta is pitching like really really well. He's had nine straight starts without allowing over three runs. Um, and in that in that specific um, range, he hasn't even allowed over four hits in his last seven starts. So he's not only pitching really well, he's not even allowing a lot of contact. So um, I would look at some total outs for Peralta um, and look at the team total for Milwaukee. I mean, you got anytime Wayne Wright's here, he gave up four home runs, not in the last start, but in the previous start before that. So yeah. he's always prone to the home run ball. Um, I, I like Milwaukee big here. I think they, uh, I think they matched the St. Louis team. Yeah. Wayne Wright's also given up. Um, uh, sorry, issued at least three walks in four of his last five yep. starts. 
Uh, he hasn't faced the Brewers this season, but again, I think that this is a game where Adam Wainwright, Adam Wainwright comes back down to earth after his start that he had against the mm-hmm. Brewer, sorry, the Orioles in his last game at home this season, one and seven with a 7.66 ERA. Uh, so again, I, I'm going to go here with the Brewers here as well. Like you mentioned, Freddie Peralta has been uh, pitching really well for this uh, Milwaukee Brewers team on the season 12 and eight with 3.79 ERA. Um, got in a little bit of trouble against the uh, Cardinals this um, this uh, season where he in two starts, he's allowed seven earned runs, 11 strikeouts and eight walks. But I like what I can mention. Like, like I like what I've seen over his last five starts mm-hmm. where he's 3-0 with a 2.51 ERA uh, for the Brewers here. I'll probably get on the Brewers run line here. And I think yep. another order maybe uh, another over maybe an order here because I feel like the Cardinals can probably get a couple off of the Brewers. But again, with Adam Wainwright on the mound, um, I mean, I think you you'll not automatically have to bet the over, but you're probably going to see more yeah, runs than not uh, in that game. You have the um, you have the standings uh-huh. up at all? Yeah, I Who's- do. Who is um who's Milwaukee likely to to face in um in in their path to uh when they get to the playoffs? Um I think that's yet to be determined, right? right? Because like, I mean, like as as of right now, like if the you know, if we do the quote unquote if the playoffs started today, who who would be in their um in their matchup? Uh, I have no idea how like the actual thing would act. Okay, work. cool. No, it's cool. I, I did. I didn't either, so I, I didn't know how how it worked either. But yeah, because I feel like so the three teams that get in, I think the lowest seed will end up playing the Brewers in the first. In, no, I think the I don't know. I'll have to. No, look no, it's up all good. I don't it's all good. I got to look it up too. But yeah. my point was, I think that I think Milwaukee's gonna roll out probably the best. Uh, at least top two rotation in in, in that um, in that specific league because I mean you go from Burns to Peralta to Woodruff yeah. who's pitching well yeah. the bullpen is has, has been solid the bats are picking up yeah man I, I'm high on Milwaukee uh, going in here so um, I'm interested to see how they finish yeah I, I think that I think the Milwaukee Brewers and the Cleveland Guardians are pretty much the same team like in their respect yeah, they are <laughs> like they, they have the pitching. Uh, but they just can't put up the runs, and I and I think at least for right now the Brewers definitely do have the better pitching than the Guardians. But uh, yeah, we'll see what they can do when the postseason does roll around. Once they get um, McKenzie the back, though, they'll, they'll be that rotation will be even better. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Love McKenzie. Yeah. Uh, all right, Lante, before we get over to the next game, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical data and stats. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate. For any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value, stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent and data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Roster brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or visit underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right, Lante, let's get over to the next uh, game on the board here. Let's go over to uh, 
Um, let's go over to the next game, which is actually 8.05 Eastern start. The Boston Red Sox, they are in Arlington to take on the Texas Rangers. Uh, Jordan Montgomery gets started here for the Texas Rangers, and Cutter Crawford is on the mound here for the Boston Red Sox. Rangers are a minus 162 home favorite here, plus 136 on the money line for the Boston Red Sox. Total set at 8.5 with juice towards the under at minus 115. Run line minus 1.5, plus 124 for the Rangers, and plus 1.5, minus 148. Uh, for the uh, Boston Red Sox. Um, I'll lead it off here with Cutter Crawford. Um, Cutter Crawford has been better on the road, I would say, for the Red Sox than he has been uh, at home um, at Fenway Park. On the season, 5-7 and seven with a 4.26 ERA. Uh, he has been getting hit uh, over his last five starts, though, and the Red Sox have lost four straight starts when he is on the mound, and all four of those games have been by multiple runs. He has a 6.14 ERA over his last five starts, 15 earned runs in 22 and one-thirds innings pitched. He did face the Rangers earlier this season where he just only lasted four innings. Uh, he allowed seven hits and three earned runs to the Texas Rangers, but like I mentioned, he has been better on the road. He has a 5-3 and three record with a 2.69 ERA. Um, on the other side, Jordan Montgomery, uh, left-handed pitcher for the, uh, for the Rangers here on the season. Jordan Montgomery has a nine and 11 record with a 3.47 ERA one and one and one and one with a 4.25 ERA over his last five starts. And at home this season, six and five with a 4.10 ERA. He's coming off his best outing, um, over his, uh, last four starts, I should say where he did shut out the uh, Toronto Blue Jays in seven innings. He only allowed four hits and three strikeouts in that game. They did go on to win that game 10-0. The uh, Red Sox have been struggling against left-handed pitching um, over the last two weeks. WRC Plus, they're all the way down at number 26. Um, batting average, team batting average, say Boston Red Sox are at number 26 there as well. Uh, slugging percentage against left-handed pitching, number 26. And OPS, um, they are number 25. So, um, all that, I think this Rangers offense is starting to heat up a little bit as well. I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the Rangers on the run line here at a nice plus price. I think that they can get to Cutter Crawford again. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to taking the Rangers team total to go over again here as well. But Rangers run line here for me minus one and a half plus one twenty four. Now we talked about at the top of the show, Lante, that they are also still in that battle for not only the AL West but also a playoff position here. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'm on the Rangers um, run line as well. Boston's reeling a little bit um, down the stretch. They lost four straight. Uh, I think you mentioned that. The offense, which has been their calling card pretty much the, the entire year, is kind of stalled out. Um, they haven't had a, a lot of success with their bats. And pretty much against, um, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say the best pitching um, in the last four or five games because they played the Yankees in a couple of those games. Um, they struggled mightily against uh, Toronto. They got swept in Toronto. Um, they've lost eight of their last 10. Um, but I'm in agreement with you with Texas. I think Texas is on a roll right now. They they all, they all have lost um, their last three, but prior to that, they have won um, six of the previous seven. So they were on a roll. I think they have won five or six straight against quality, quality opponents um, also at the top of the rotation. And, and that's always a big key with me on how teams perform, who they're doing it against, if they're doing it with the back of the rotation or in the middle of the rotation or at the top. So I think that's really key when how you um, adjust, you know, for performance in some of these teams. But I do think Texas has success here. I mean, their their offense, as we've been mentioning all year, is a lot more electric at home. They're 45 and 30 at home. Um like even to the over, they're eight eight of their last ten have went over. Um, they're 45, 29, and three to the over at home this year. 
I don't see much changing here, man. I'm with you. I think both teams um, have success offensively. I don't trust Jordan Montgomery at all. Um, the recent success of Cutter Crawford is you, you laid it out for me. Uh, I'm more than willing to take that over and the uh, Texas team total to go over as well. Uh, all right, let's get over to the next game on the schedule we want to get to. That's going to be an eight ten Eastern start between the Baltimore Orioles and the Houston Astros. I'm seeing John Means is on the mound for the Baltimore mm-hmm. Orioles, and Justin Berlander gets a start here for the uh, Houston Astros. Uh, Astros are a minus one forty two home favorite here, plus one twenty on the money line for the Baltimore Orioles. Total set at eight and a half with juice towards the over at minus one twelve. Run line minus one and a half, plus one forty two for the Astros, and plus one and a half minus one seventy four the Baltimore Orioles. Here, Lante, what are you thinking about this game? Yeah, man, both teams um, two and three in the last five. Baltimore won. Um, two big ones versus Tampa Bay. I think we t- we touched on that at the top of the top of the show. Houston surprising. This is surprising to me. I don't know if you brought this up or not, but they're only one game over five hundred at home. That's pretty. That's pretty surprising to me. So yeah. actually play yeah. uh, better baseball on the road. I, I thought that was pretty odd. Um, the, Houston did win this series uh, last month, two to one, all high scoring affairs, which was which is what I think we can um, expect here. Means I mean we don't have a lot to go on. He he didn't look bad versus St. Louis, but. I mean, again, this is St. Louis offense versus the Houston offense, and he was at he was at home. He was at home when he pitched. Yeah, he was at Means home. Was, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. he was at home when he pitched in. So he's on the road, different ballpark, and I think you're gonna he's gonna run into a Houston team who's gonna be looking to to make a statement here. Verlander, good bounce back spot for him. He's allowed 11 earned runs in his last two home starts versus Oakland and New York. So not the best offenses. Um, so I think we I think we get a, a smash spot for Houston. Wouldn't be surprised if they if they run it up on Baltimore. I do like the over, but I, I like Houston in this spot. I like Verlander to get the win um, here. Also, if you can find a spot that you know that post pitcher to um, record a win, I think he gets the win here, which would be a better way to play um, Houston instead of landing juice. Yeah, it means I mean, he made his first start after you know coming back from injury. He went five innings, allowed five hits, three earned runs. Two of those five hits he gave up. We're actually home runs to St. Louis. So, I mean, I'm not going to fault him a lot. He was probably just kind of, you know, shaking off some rust after coming back after, uh, you know, dealing with the injury. Verlander has been reeling a little bit, man. I, I, I you know, I think there's a time for him to kind of find his form before they get into the postseason. Um, his last start, which was against the Oakland A's, just wasn't very pretty at home. Seven innings, he allowed five earned runs uh, to the Oakland A's. He allowed two home runs. Home runs have been a problem for him as well as last three starts. He's allowed seven home runs over his last four starts. Oh, sorry, last three starts. Um, but I think it's an opportunity for them to bounce back here for the uh, Astros. So, you know, quote unquote, with their best pitcher on the mound here, I think that this is a nice bounce back spot for uh, Justin Verlander at home. So I'll go with the Astros run line here, minus one and a half, plus 142. I think that's a very, very generous price yes, sir. Uh, on the run line for the Astros. Um, our last game on the board here, Lante, we'll get to is going to be the Seattle. Mariners and the Oakland A's. Uh, 940 Eastern Star. Brian Boo is on the mound for the Seattle Mariners, and JP Sears is on the mound for the Oakland A's. Uh, Mariners are a minus 170 road favorite here, plus 142 on the money line for the Oakland A's. Total is set at seven with Juice towards the over at minus 120. Run line minus one and a half, plus 102 for the Mariners, and plus one and a half, minus 122 for the Oakland A's. Um, I saw this line, I was, I was kind of scratching my head because I'm not a believer in Brian Wu. Um, I know he's been solid over his last five starts, one and one with a 2.70 ERA. He's only allowed eight earned runs in 26 and two-thirds innings pitch. 
did have a solid start this season earlier against the Oakland A's. Six shutout innings. He only had three hits and five strikeouts. Um, he did have one bad start, which was against the uh, Cincinnati Reds back on September 4th, where he allowed five earned runs and five innings pitch. But other than that, he's been really solid for the Seattle Mariners team. Um, the one thing about J.P. Sears that really stood out to me, man, is that he's had a lot of success against the Seattle Mariners team in his career. And this dates back to last season, August of 2022, and up until this season where he did face him back in May. 27 innings pitched against the Seattle Mariners, you know, four starts and one out of the bullpen or as a spot starter. He's only allowed two earned runs in 27 innings pitched against the Seattle Mariners. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Oakland A's in the first five innings here, man. I feel like yeah. the o, the A's can probably get uh, you know get a run or two off of uh, Brian Wu, and I think that if JP Sears can continue the success he has had against the Mariners, I think this is an opportunity. And again, he hasn't been too bad uh, over his last three starts. And last three starts combined, he's pitched 17 innings. He's only allowed three earned runs for the Oakland A's. So. I like the form that he's in. I like the success that he's had against the Mariners. I'm not going to trust the bullpen for the Oakland A's. Give me the Oakland A's in the first five innings uh, uh, money line here, Lante. Man, that's a staple in in, um, in the MLB uh, yeah. podcast, man. That's that's what I looked at as soon as I seen this line. Don't trust Brian Wu. You outlined his, um, his failures. Um, and I think Sears, I mean – He's he's on he's not getting a lot of of support offensively, so it's kind of hard to be good when you have to yeah. honestly go out there and pitch. What like like Blackburn is a prime example of this. Like he goes out and he literally gives up like one or two runs or maybe one to zero at times and keeps it competitive, and then he comes out and they they obviously blow it. So that's why we we love those first fives. I think you're getting a lot of value here with um, with Oakland. Oakland's actually been I mean they, they got smoked today, but they've been better. Not I mean, the scoreboard might not indicate it, but they've been a, a lot better um, as far as effort was because earlier in the season, effort wasn't there. Um, I like some of those young guys at the top of their lineup, too, um, who kind of crushed my heart whenever they played the Astros. I think we both were on the Astros team total and uh, I didn't bounce back in, in, the, in that series. But, yeah. yeah, man, I couldn't agree with you more. Oakland first five. I'm going to sprinkle on Oakland and win the game outright. All right. Uh, that is the last game on the board that we're going to cover. Uh, for the Monday schedule, uh, Lante, let's get into our lock and dog for the Monday games on the diamond. You want to lead us off? Yeah, man, I'll make it. I'll make it short and sweet. We just went over my dog. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Oakland here. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Oakland first five. Is, is the first five line out yet? I don't see. Do I, see it? Uh, I don't see a number yeah, yet, but I, I mean, obviously, pretty sure it's going to be at a plus price. Yeah, it's it's okay though. I'll I'll, I'll pivot and I'll do uh, I'll do Houston team total over. Um, I'm pretty sure that's going to be at what five and a half at home, maybe. Um, no, I think you'll probably get a four and a half, yeah, maybe okay. a five, but I think four and a half probably juice. But I don't think it'll be five and a half with a total of eight and a half. I'm good at all. I'm good at all those numbers. Um, like yeah. I said, I think this is a big spot for Houston. Um, big series at home. Uh, they've had success here. All of the games, the previous games um, in the series, have been over games. So I think means, like I said, he didn't look bad versus St. Louis, but this is a different animal here. I think I think Houston's in a smash spot. So I like their team total to go over here for my lock. Um, for the dog, I'm going to I'm gonna go with what I want to go with here. Um, I'm gonna go with no is Milwaukee uh, plus price on the run line. No, it's minus one hundred two. It's all good. Okay, so I'll go with Texas on the run line here. I'll go with Texas. So that that should be at what plus one. I see plus one twenty five. Yeah, yeah. So I think Texas is a good spot at home. Um, 
Yeah, I think they mash here. So I, I like Texas minus one and a half um, on the run line. All right. Um, for my lock, I'm going to go to that Phillies and Braves game. Uh, don't see a Phillies team total yet, but I do like that over. Uh, but I think I'll just take the full game over here, uh, over nine yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, between the Phillies and the uh, Braves. I think that Kyle Wright will probably give up another three, four, five uh, runs to the Phillies. Um, I think the Braves, obviously, with that offense, they'll be able to tack on um, a couple runs there as well um, to push this over the total. And again, like I mentioned, for the Braves are coming off of that series against the Marlins, where they allowed nine or so they allowed nine runs in all three of those games. Two of those games in double digit runs they allowed to the Marlins. So Phillies, like we mentioned, they're they're battling it out for that wild card position, sitting at the top of the National League, so they can use every win that they can get. Um, and the offense should be mashing mashing here. So I'll take the over nine as my lock. Uh, for my dog, uh, like you mentioned, the two one that I did like the Oakland A's on the first five money line. I'll throw that out there. Rangers run line as well. Um, but I'm going to go with the Houston Astros minus one and a half plus one forty two. Um, a couple of things that I, uh, we we talked about when we talked about this game is that Baltimore Orioles they clinched that um, spot in the playoffs at least uh, on Sunday against the Rays, and I think that they're probably celebrating that they clinched a playoff spot. And now you're flying to Houston to face Justin Verlander, who's probably going to want to bounce back here uh, in the start at home where he was coming off of a, a, a start against the Oakland A's where he was absolutely terrible uh, against them. And so I think that he can bounce back here at a plus 142 price on the run line here. The Astros, again, they only have a one and a half game lead in that ALS division. So they need to get every win. And I think behind Justin Verlander, I think they'll be able to cover two runs here. So I'll take the Astros run line minus one and a half plus 142 as my dog. All right, Lante, that's going to do it for this edition of the MLB gambling podcast. Uh, like I mentioned, two weeks left uh, for the regular season. And then before we know, we will be talking about the playoffs here, but anything yes, else sir. you want to mention my man, before we get out of here, my man, I can't wait for the playoffs too. I think it's going to be one of the better playoffs we've had in a while. So um, with, with some of these teams, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the playoffs, uh, man. We'll have the, the grind is almost complete. We'll have yeah. all the going into uh, going into the, the playoffs. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy about that. Number one. Well, yeah, I mean, well, we'll get a couple of weeks off at, at least getting away from the day-to-day grind, and then we'll be right back to it for the NBA. <laughs> oh, yeah, damn it, you're right. Yeah, camp, <laughs> camp opens up in a, in a little bit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll right. still have some time before uh, NBA starts to, to kind of, you know, uh, get some rest from the daily grind. But, yeah, um, damn, you're right. Yeah, you're but right. That, that kind of ruined my day, damn. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I started college basketball already, too, so, like, yeah. So yeah. Again, a lot of a uh, lot of uh, stuff still to be uh, determined here uh, in the MLB. But we'll be back at the normal schedule for the rest of the week uh, in some form or fashion from the uh, MLB Gambling Podcast host. Uh, make sure to follow Lante on Twitter at xxlantexx. You can follow me on Twitter at sportsnerd824. More importantly, follow us on Twitter at mlbsgpn. You can also follow us on Instagram MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, if you haven't left us a rating and review just yet, please go ahead and do so for the MLB Gambling Podcast. Truly do. We'll appreciate if you guys can do that. All right, good luck with your bets to start this week. Excuse me. Uh, let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>